Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. Don't forget, grab your smartphone and download the Lava Matra app and stay in touch. Guru Maharaj's message is your advantage. The following is a Sri Chaitanya Chikramrita class given by His Holiness Jaya Pataka Swami Maharaj on December 29th, 2023 in Sri Mayapur, India. Hare Krishna dear devotees, continuation of Sri Chaitanya Shikshamritam of Srila Sachidananda Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Continuing chapter number one, part two. Nastik Shavab. Kotoguli Durbhagalog Ishor Bishashkarana. Tahare Tahare Gyanama Chokhu Mudritahse. Jara Chokhe Ishore Atar Dekiti Nahaya Manakaranje Ishore Bolya Kehonai. Janmanda Alokara Jaru Shudjar Alokke Upalabdi Karana Tadrup Nastikara Ishar Vishashkarite Atam Hayaute. The nature, the nature, the nature of the atheist. Many unfortunate people do not believe in God, for their eye of knowledge is closed, because they cannot see the Lord's form with their material eyes. They think that there is no one called as God. Atheists are unable to believe in God. Just as people born blind do not perceive the light of the sun. Translation, as mentioned in Bhagavad Gita, chapter 16, verse number 7 to 8. Those who are demoniac do not know what is to be done and what is not to be done. Neither cleanliness nor proper behavior nor truth is found in them. They say that this world is unreal, with no foundation, no God in control. They say it is product produce of sex desire and has no cause other than lust. So in this world, we're trying to practice Krishna consciousness. So in this world, we are trying to practice Krishna consciousness. But some other people are basically atheists. But some of the people are basically atheists. They don't believe in the existence of the Supreme Personality of it. They don't believe in the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They don't see any absolute truth. They don't see any absolute truth. Like people who are run blind. Like people who are born blind. They cannot see the sun. They cannot see the sun. That doesn't mean there's no sun. 
but that doesn't mean that there is no sun. So we have to present Krishna consciousness, understanding that there are some people atheistic. So we have to present Krishna consciousness with the understanding that there are some people who are atheistic. Some people are theistic and some people are atheistic. Some people are theistic, theistic and some people are atheistic. We are trying to uh, come in contact with those people who are open to the personality of it. We are trying to come in contact with those people, those who are open to the personality of Godhead. And so normally uh, it's very difficult to present Krishna consciousness to atheistic people. Normally it is very difficult to present Krishna consciousness to the atheistic people. By the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, even the people who are atheistic get his special mercy. So by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, even those people who are atheistic, they get his special mercy. By the very nature, humans believe in God. Only those people who from childhood learn duplicious logic through bad association, they gradually succumb to bad influence and do not believe in the existence of God. Other than their loss, what can be the loss for the Lord? I was talking to one person in San Francisco. So I was talking to one person in San Francisco. And that person said, I don't believe in God. And that and that person said, I don't believe in God. There's no God. There is no God. And San Francisco is, uh, always said that there may be a huge earthquake. In San Francisco, it's always said that there may be a huge earthquake. And suddenly all the, the, the windows are start shaking. So suddenly the windows and all start shaking because there was an earth tumor. All sudden of the person, he said, Oh God, save me. In one minute there is there is no God and suddenly when there is danger, who is going to help him? Help me. help me, God. Help me, save me, God. Help me, God. Save me, God. Help me, help me. <laughs> 
And I remember that here was a person that was denying God for the son of danger came. So I was seeing the person who was here denying God, but as soon as danger came, they immediately expressed the dependence on God. He immediately expressed dependence on God. The spiritual world of Vaikuntha is obtained by Bhakti. It should not be thought that Vaikuntha is a material place. Madras, Mumbai, Banaras, Calcutta, London and Paris are all material places. If we have to go there, we go by crossing many material lands or countries. Even if we have to go to by, go by ship or railway, it takes a lot of time. One has to go taking steps of the legs of the material body. Vaikuntha is not a region of such a place. It is a special residence transcendental to all material worlds. It's conscious, eternal and faultless. It is not seen by the eye, nor thought by the mind. The Supreme Lord resides in this inconceivable place. If we please the Lord, then we can go to that world and serve Him eternally. In the In Brahma Samhita 5.56 it's mentioned, I worship that transcendental seat known as Shweta Dvipa where as loving consorts of Lakshmi's in their unalloyed spiritual essence practice the amorous service of the Supreme Personality of the Supreme Lord Krishna as their only lover. Where every tree is a transcendental purpose tree where the soil is, is the purpose gem, gem. All water is nectar, every word is a song, every gate is a dance. 
The flute is the favorite attendant. Effulgence is full of transcendental bliss, and the supreme spiritual entities are all enjoyable and tasty. Where numberless milk cows always emit transcendental oceans of milk, where there is eternal existence of transcendental time, who is ever present without past or future, and hence is no not subject to the quality of passing away even for the space of half a moment. The realm is known as Goloka only to a very few self-realized souls of this world. He is explaining why Kanta Avaka to the rivers I may not know. I've heard of these places before. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur is explaining about Vaikuntha or Goloka to leaders who may not have heard about these places before. Um, so he's explaining that there are many material places in India. So so he is explaining there may be many material places and he named some. And then he named like prominent cities in India, Paris, London. And he named like prominent cities in India and places like London, Paris. And he said it's not a place like this. And he said it's not a place like this. It's a transcendental place. It's a transcendental place. So, uh, he's systematically explaining the spiritual world. He is systematically explaining the spiritual world. Um, so, the, the conditioned souls getting an idea about Vaikuntha. So, the conditioned soul may be getting some idea about the spiritual world. Actually, Vaikuntha is fully spiritual. Actually, Vaikuntha is fully spiritual. And what? It's some material place. People may think that it's some material place. There's such a place as Vaikuntha, which is beyond the material world. There's such a place like Vaikuntha beyond the material world. Uh, very few people may actually understand this. Very few people would actually understand this. And how all the gopis, goddesses of fortune there worshiping the Lord, serving the Lord. How the gopis and goddesses of fortune they're serving the Lord and worshiping the Lord. So I describe that they're doing this service in love. 
So it's described that they are doing the service in love. And they are doing it now and being accepted by Krishna in love. So they are doing it with love and it is being accepted by Krishna with love. Yes, transcendental realm is being exposed to the conditioned souls. The transcendental realm is being exposed to the conditioned souls. Cessation of grief or want. 
It is difficult for us to exist in such a material existence. If we attain the Lord's Vaikuntha abode, then there will be none of the temporary happiness and distress. We will attain unlimited eternal happiness. Therefore, to please the Supreme Lord alone is our necessity. How we have to suffer various ways in this material world. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur is explaining how we have to suffer in various ways in this material world. And, and the voluntary cessation of suffering is considered as happiness. And the momentary cessation of happiness is considered as happiness. Suffering. Suffering. Happiness, you say. Oh, sorry. A voluntary cessation of suffering is considered as happiness. Sorry, Guru Maharaj. The momentary cessation of hap- suffering is called happiness. And the attainment of devotional service to the Supreme Personality Godhead. And the attainment of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We attain the Lord's Vaikuntha abode. We attain the Lord's Vaikuntha abode. So we none of the temporary happiness or distress. There will be no more temporary happiness or distress. Rather, there's unlimited eternal happiness. Rather, there will be unlimited eternal happiness. So our real purpose in life is to serve the Lord in the original service. So the re- our real purpose of life is to serve the Lord in devotional service. So, Arjuna Thakur is explaining this difference between material happiness and distress and the spiritual bliss. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he explains the material happiness and distress and the spiritual bliss. So, Actually, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was trying to preach Lord Chaitanya's message. Actually, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is trying to preach Lord Chaitanya's message. But people are basically atheistic, non-believers. People were basically atheistic and non-believers. So I have to explain the thing very carefully, very gradually. So he had to explain the things very carefully and very gradually. I saw, I came to see Sarasvati and he was talking to my mother. 
So I came to see Shri Prabhupada. So I came to see Shri Prabhupada and he was talking to my material mother. And he told her, you're not a body, you're uh, the uh, uh, living force in the body. And he told her, you are not the material body, you are the living force within the body. I, I never heard Prabhupada uh, present so simply, oh, you're not the body, but you're the living force. So I never heard Srila Prabhupada presenting so simply, you know, you are not this material body, you are the living force. And, and that, somehow that had a very deep impression on my Prabhupada's mother. Somehow it had a deep impression in my Purvashrama mother. She uh, she liked to take care of roses. She she liked to take care of roses. She would bring a bouquet of roses to Shilpa. So she would bring a bouquet of roses roses to Shilpa every day. So, yeah, it's not very difficult to render devotional service. So it's not very difficult to render devotional service. Just doing the things you like to do, do them for Krishna, for Guru. So she did the things she liked to do, but she was doing them for Krishna and Guru. And, uh, Yes, last night, I reading the Krishna book, the uh, 10th canto rather. So last night I was reading the Krishna book, 10th canto rather. And uh, how Krishna, Arjuna and Vina went and great besides Brahmas. So how Krishna, Arjuna and Bhima, they went and backed uh, disguised as Brahmana uh, to, uh, to Jarasandha. Huh? To Jarasandha. To Jarasandha. Jarasandha. To Jarasandha. And although he saw that these are definitely royal people. Although he saw that these are definitely royal people. Because they have the arrows, they have the marks of arrows and things. So, because on their arms they had the marks of arrows and other things. But, uh, since they came as farmers, and he took it as his duty. So, since they came as brahmanas, he need to do his duty. And uh, uh, so for 27 days, Bhima, he fought Jarasandha. So for 27 days, Bhima, he fought with Jarasandha. And then, 
And he told Krishna that I'm not able to defeat him. And Krishna took a grass and tore it into two. So Jarasandha was born to two ladies, half and half. So the king thought it's useless and threw them out. But a witch called Jara, she put the two pieces together. So he got known as, he became as Jarasandha. The way he would be killed. So to tear him up. So then, Rima threw him down on the ground. What one leg on his foot? How that's divided now? And he was completely cut down. So Bhima put him down, and he hold one leg with his foot, and hold another leg with his hand, and completely tore him apart. So they were amazed that Jarasandha was dead. So they were amazed that Jarasandha was dead. And, uh, so then, uh, so then, actually I had a meeting with all the co-directors and the attendance was late. <laughs> so Kegurma is having a meeting right now with the co-directors, actually it's 10 minutes late. So we'll end the lecture here right now. And stay tuned. Good night, giving back with them tomorrow. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.